This is your new morning routine. Cap and J-Hood. Follow Cap J-Hood on Twitter and Instagram. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app on ESPN 1000. And now on FM at 100.3 HD2. Now, now, now. On Chicago's Home for Sports. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Welcome in to the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We got Shay, we got Jay Moore, we got you on a Wednesday morning with open phone lines for you at 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Good morning, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Thanks so much for keeping the conversation going. You can watch this show and all the shows right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. And Cap, um... You know, there are some, not us necessarily, because we are uh, adults with a mortgage. We don't do this anymore. But there are some that still live vicariously through their high school years. Yes, you would go back to your old high school. I can go back to my old high school of St. Francis de Sales. I would not be surprised if I could find someone that still is sporting the Letterman jacket. You recall the Letterman jacket, right? Yes, with the leather arms and the <laughs> yes. like wool body. Yes, the big letter that says, uh, "What would yours have been? A D? The uh, sales? No, like my grades, an F for yeah, Francis. Exactly, a big, a big ass. F. Was it? A, was it an F? It was an F for Francis. Yeah, yeah. And ours the, and, was a big N. Yes, and then the sales on the back. But there's some that still do that's doing that as an adult. They might have kids. I mean, they still might be, form, you know, adults and still like, yeah, the old high school jacket still fits. Right. The old high school jacket fits and I'm going to wear it around. <laughs> Don't make that your high school days the <laughs> highlight of your life. Really? <laughs> Walking around with the Archie sweater. Yeah. Still, no, still, no looking, for, still looking for Veronica from, uh, from high school. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So the reason why we, we, we bring this up is because there was an incident that happened in Virginia. Uh, you won't believe this. Someone's still trying to live in their high school years. Let's go and listen to this story from WTKR. Listen. It's no secret some players might wish they had more playing time, but what about a coach putting themselves in a game? The school system in Portsmouth says it happened on the Churchland High School JV girls team when Churchland played at Nansman River High in Suffolk, and the school system says assistant coach Arlisha Boykins played in the game. Disappointment, Brendan. Um... You know, coaches, coaches are teachers. Billy Hahn is the executive director of the Virginia High School Sports League. He says the VHSL was notified about the incident. Churchland wound up forfeiting the game. When an adult commits to being a high school coach, it's not just about coaching the game. They take on a lot of responsibility. Um, adults who fail to live up to those expectations, I'll just put it bluntly, they fail students. After the incident was reported to Churchland school leaders, the administration met with players and their parents. Players for both the JV and varsity girls teams at Churchland decided to cancel the rest of their seasons. The school system says Boykins and the head coach of the JV are no longer employees of the school division. Cap. Cap. There is an assistant girls basketball coach that played in the game. Now, please, Shay, put this out on Twitter, at ESPN1000, because you have to see the video of this. This, this woman here, not, even a, not a girl, a woman's up there rebounding the ball, boxing out like she's Candace Parker out there amongst girls. So you sent the story, and I was looking at it, thinking, oh, my God. So <laughs> wait a minute. Yes. She's out there on the court dominating. And they didn't figure this out for a week. Yes, like the movie Joanna Man. Exactly like that. It'd be like me going out and playing a bunch of fourth graders. It's Jamal Jeffries. <laughs> it's not Jamal. She's pretending to be a member of the junior varsity team. Out there playing. You've got to see this video. At ESPN 1000 on Twitter. 
Are Alicia Boykins out there, an assistant basketball coach, as you just heard the report from Churchland High School, posed as a player on the junior varsity team to try to win? How badly do you want to win, lady, that you want to go out there? You know what? We're, we're not playing well. We're not boxing. Let me show you how it's done. And apparently she blended in and looked like one of the high school girls. Shay, you saw this video. I mean, if you, if when us seeing it at first blush, without even reading the story, you're like, well, there's a very talented young lady out there. And and now it looks like the video, at least on my computer, it says video unavailable. Oh. Playback has been disabled by the video owner. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it is unbelievable. How badly do you want to win that you want to go out there and you want to play? And a, and a, a girl's. Uh, basketball game. An assistant, Arlisha Boykins, is out there, posed as a, a junior varsity team player. She tried to pass herself as a 13-year-old. <laughs> She's 22. <laughs> okay, clearly she wa- she did that to try to... Now, now, a couple of things with this. Not only is that game canceled, but the rest of the season's canceled. Okay, so now you did two things wrong. One, you're out there playing with high school girls. And secondly... I think it's a mistake to cancel the rest of the season. Now, they, by the way, they're firing the head coach and the other assistant coaches on the team. Correct. The head coach is gone. Arlisha Boykins mm-hmm. Jordan, I guess we can call her. <laughs> yes, yes. She's gone. I mean, and now the pair, so the 13-year-old who was away from the team, so she took her spot. Yes. Th- those parents are now considering their next move and are asking for a public apology because she was my name is jonathan hood Mm -hmm. he just didn't happen to be at the game so you're gonna pass yourself off as little john hood i mean that's just but i don't think that the rest of the season should have been canceled i don't think that that you find other coaches or some uh, but you now you penalize the rest of the kids they didn't know or they did know but they were not involved don't you think that the season should still continue with new leadership? I don't think you cancel the rest of the season well, the on that team. parents wanted the season canceled. I wouldn't have done that. The yep. rest of the parents said, yeah, we're done. We're not playing. I don't think I would have done that. I would have made my kids go play. We'll get a new coach in here, get somebody to coach the team. But, like, she's flashing through the middle of the lane. <laughs> flashing through the yes. And it's like yeah. Shaq is inside there. <laughs> Oh my God! I mean, that's—I hadn't thought of. If you're a parent, yeah, aren't you angry? Like your kid is losing playing time, so this fake coach can go dominate. Yes, that's right. That's right. That—that's that, that, what would piss me off. Like because that um, that assistant coach was selfish and was out there, and as as Cap said, flashing through the lane. Yeah, she's <laughs> coming in the lane looking for the ball with her hands up. Yes, I mean, players along with their parents chose to out of the remainder of the season. Mm. I I don't I think that penalizes the kids. If I'm a if I'm a one yeah, of the players, right. I w- I would want to play like okay, the leadership's bad. Okay? Get that coach out of there. Obviously, Boykins, you're a clown for playing with us. That's not right. So I but I'd still want to play. The school is conducting an investigation. And the family told W-A-V-Y, Wavy, that their daughter is no longer interested in attending Churchland High School next year, and they will pursue other opportunities, and they want an apology from the school division. How badly do you want to play when you go play against high school girls? I mean, seriously, Shay, how badly do you want to be involved? Because ultimately, when we peel all the layers of the onion back on this, it's about the W. Yes, it's selfish on the part of that coach. That's just a coach playing with those kids. But it's about winning, isn't it? I got to know if it's like a burning desire to win or if it's that, you know, we've all had it. Like I played baseball in high school and you leave and you, then you look back and you go, man, if I could go back and do it now, I'd be so good. I wonder if it's just sitting on the sideline going, boy, I could really dominate out there. This looks fun. To me. I want to get back in my game, man. Okay. So, so good. Since you take us down this road. Okay, so Cap, with the knowledge I have now on how to be able to, you know, what baseball is, not 16, 17-year-old me at St. Francis de Sales playing baseball, but what I am now, I think that as an adult, I want to go back and, <laughs> and play baseball at, at my high school. Just one more time. Go one back. One more time. 
How tall are you? Six four? Yes. Six three and a half. Six three and a yeah. half. Yeah. Can you imagine trying to post up some like ninth grader? <laughs> no, I could not imagine that. He's too big for me. Like like I do it now. Like like Juana man, I would do it now. But you know, I was not six I wasn't even six foot in high school. When I was wow. a senior, I was I was still five ten, five eleven. Really? Yep. That's the old summer growth spurt. You know about that. You know, you, you recruit a kid and all of a sudden you're still growing? Right. I had you down at six two. You're six four and a half. What happened? Our friend Jordan Cornette, his brother Joel, yeah. in high school, like as a I think a freshman or sophomore in high school, five eleven point guard. He played at Butler at six eleven. Whoa. It was almost like you could watch him grow. Whoa. But I remember him dribbling out of the post going, I've never seen a 6'11 guy handle the ball like this. Because he took all those skills <laughs> with him and his body just shot up. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I was never even six foot in high school. Yeah, that was after afterwards where I was able to be 6'3 Crazy. in college. So, so, Cap, answer the question because you, you played football, played basketball, Armed with the knowledge that you have now, which sport would you go back and dominate in high school? There's none. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I would say basketball or, or, or definitely baseball. Baseball, you're still playing, right? Because he's still playing. One thing for sure, Cap is a great contact hitter. He's the pesky guy in the, like, in the two-hole. Ground ball. Base hit in the left field. Right. Damn it. <laughs> That's right. How did he do that? Right. That's you. I've, I, seen this, I've seen this happen. I would love to go back and play. I just, I am what I am, man. Five foot. Nine, five, eight and a half. Just like a regular Dustin Pedroia, MVP well, second baseman. You'd well, be yeah. out there dominating. Yeah, but it, but in your 60s, you're still a great contact hitter. Yes, the old man's league, but still, you still have the eye to be like, okay, this is going to be a curveball. Grab a base hit in the right field. Right. How did he do that? I have I have fun playing. Yes. And I miss when I don't. But, yeah, I Waddle, Yerk, you with your size. Yeah, you guys would go back and down. Like, I don't see Sylvie going back to high school and dominating. But you, though. He's like me. But you'd go to your high school baseball team and hit 400. Now, yeah. It'd all be singles and doubles, but still. It'd be fun to try. Would you not dominate in high school with the knowledge that you have right now? I think I could hit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that, yeah. If I had. You could field, too, for sure. The knowledge that I have now, but. Yeah, no, I'm not going to fool anyone. I was not a great athlete. I remember going in to play in college football. Get in there. We were like down like five receivers. Dude, I'm not fast. Mm -hmm. And I go out and this guy just level. I'm on the wrong side of the field. Trestle was our coach. Mm -hmm. You're on the wrong side. Supposed to clear the whole right side out. And I'm way wide on the right side. (laughs) Yes. Yes. But this, with the base, but because baseball courses through your veins, going back to high school, I would like to go back and play. It'd be fun. No question, no question. You're playing the now pitching. No, pitching. No, you're not doing that in high school. I've seen that. No shot. No shot. No. But as far as like playing a second base or shortstop, yeah, you got that. Absolutely. So you do that. So I would say that's it. So, Shay, let's open the phone lines. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. So armed with the knowledge that you have now, what sport would you go back and dominate in high school? Shay, let's open the phone lines to talk about that. Because this lady here, this, this uh, high school girls basketball varsity coach, decides to go out there and play at least one more time, giving it another run. So that's what we're talking to you about this morning. I think we're going to have some breaking news, too. All right. 312-332-3776. We'll take your phone calls. Armed with the knowledge that you have now. Uh, you know, you driving to work. You taking care of your family. If you had to go back to high school, what sport would you go back and dominate in high school? Just like this lady, Arlisha Boykins. We'll take your phone calls on that and more. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7. That's why I say Shot. No shot. Cap and J Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. That's why I say Good morning and welcome into the Cap and J Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000. We're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. 
with you till 10. Then Mike Greenberg takes over from 10 to noon. Carmen Yerko, 12 to 2. Waddle and Sylvie, 2 to 6. Bluck and Abdallah, 6 to 8. Right into Freddie and Fitzsimmons from 8 to midnight. Right here on Chicago's Home for Sports, the big news. Tom Brady announces his retirement. We're talking about that as our overarching conversation. But now it's time for Shot or No Shot. Shot or No Shot is our favorite segment. We love the whole show, but it is a snorling production. We say good morning to Shay. Morning, fellas. Morning. My favorite athlete in the history of sports retired this morning. Wow, I and didn't know. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is not going to play in the Super Bowl? Go ahead. I, listen, favorite, best, <laughs> greatest, these are all different things, Hoodie. The best I've ever seen, Mahomes. The greatest, Brady. My favorite, Brady. How about this? How about I'll, I'll meet you in the middle. Brady's retired. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. He already was. Mm, I don't think that. I can go with you now. He has been for the last five years. Fair cap. Now that he's I get, like, he already said he was the best while Brady was still playing. That was the whole argument, right? Okay, so Patrick Mahomes is the guy now. Now that the goats retired. The moment Mahomes stepped on the field as starter and threw 50 touchdowns in that season and won MVP, 5,000 yards, and every year since he's made the Pro Bowl, he's had incredible seasons. He's going to win his second MVP. He's going to his third Super Bowl. The moment he stepped on the field as the starter for the Chiefs, he was the best quarterback in the NFL. I don't have a problem with that. He is the best current quarterback. No doubt about it. He's the best of all time. He's not He's the, the best, best I've ever seen. Yeah. I, no, not the best of all time. He's the best I've ever watched, ever. He's and not if he better ret- than Tom Brady. If he retired on Monday after the Super Bowl, he would be first ballot Hall of Fame. I didn't say that. He would. He's not better than Tom Brady, who did it for 20-some seasons. you got longevity plays a role. And he's won one Super Bowl. All right. Can we uh, get into shot or no shot, please? Let's do it. I'm going to start with Tom Brady because, obviously, we talked about it. The greatest of all time retired this morning. But my question, this is the second time in two years, Hoodie, in 365 days. Exactly. This is the second time he's retired. He says this time it's for good. Shot or no shot. Tom Brady is actually done playing football. That's a shot. That's that's absolute shot. He is done. And, and just to be able to punctuate even more so, Cap, at this age, I think that he's the Pied Piper, the leader of saying you can play into your 40s at a high level. There was a cutoff line for athletes for a long time. We, we always talk about Theo Epstein, the way he looks at baseball players. If you're north of 30, unless you're really special, yeah, you can't play or I can, you can't be on my team because sports is about youth. It's about uh, the up and coming. What's next, right? Correct. Oh, say so. When you see this guy in his mid forties, they can still throw touchdowns. Okay, it's not the same Brady, vintage Brady from the Patriots, but still the ability to be able to help a team win games. Not the way he was before, but I think that when we see Russell Wilson, when we see Aaron Rodgers, we see a few others playing in their late thirties into their forties. Brady's the leader of this. The nutrition and the workouts and everything else has changed. Yeah, everything changed. Everything. I mean, we've seen so many greats throughout our lifetime. Dan Marino, amazing. Mm-hmm. Incredible. If you drop those guys into today's game with a lot more freedom of movement, you can't just hang on receivers. It's just a totally different game today. Dan Marino might be the most talented I've ever seen. It's a, it's a great point that you make. The, the line that you gave about freedom of movement. Yeah. Isn't that sports today? It is basketball. basketball. <laughs> right. Like, everything is just, we just need more offense. Freedom of movement. Do whatever you need to do to be able to score because we need to attract viewers and listeners and clicks. Just freedom of movement. Do what you got to do to be able to put points up at T- all costs. Totally agree. Isn't that something? Yeah. It's a different, different sport today. The whole landscape. I Shit. think it's a shot that he will never play again. He's done. Yep. I just hope so because, boy, was he bad. I, I can't see him look oh, like that he anymore. He wasn't bad. He was Cap. not bad. He was, we, dude, we know, we know he was looked, third in the yeah. league in passing. Stop. He was also first in attempts by a country mile. He had 66 pass attempts in multiple games. That's not his fault. No, That's, but it's, it is a fact that it increases the volume as far as passing yards. That's a fact. Well, there mm-hmm. might maybe in your view there might be levels of bad. When I think of the word bad, I think of what I saw from Russell Wilson from Denver. Well, that's awful. Well, I mean, I, I think I, I look at what happened in Houston. Like, that's bad. That's bad. And once again, with perspective, 
What did you expect from Tom Brady? He's in his mid-40s. No, that's what I'm saying. But I, my point is I never wanted to see him look like that. So I hope this time it's for good. It's like, it's like Caps era. Willie Mays as a Met. Caps saw it when he was 40. Yeah, but Willie Mays as a Met and the young listeners are like, who? He's one of the greatest players of all time. 660 career homers. He was physically done. Tom Brady put up. Big numbers. They just had a bad team. It was a bad mix the whole way around. I'm never going to forget watching him throw the ball into the dirt against the Cowboys in that playoff game, man. Just missing open receivers, throwing it in the dirt. I never wanted to see him look like no, that. No, of course not. But as I said when we made the announcement, there are many times where he could have been able to put the period at the end of the sentence for his career. I want a championship so long, everybody. I'm out. I want a championship so long, everybody. No, I'm going to keep playing. He just kept tempting fate. He just kept trying. Like after the after you won against uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and won a Super Bowl, what else do you need to do? Correct. He just kept trying. He wanted to play. He yep. liked the grind of chasing a championship. Shay. All right. Now I also had a cynical phone call from our friend Vicky McHenry this morning. She didn't want to go on the air, but she brought up something I want to bring up with the two of you. Yeah. Tom Brady has a movie coming out tomorrow. Shot or no shot. Him announcing his retirement today is secret promotion for this movie. No shot. He doesn't care. That's just stupid. How much, he doesn't care. How much money does he get from the movie? No he was, idea. He was an executive producer. A lot. He, he does not care. He does not. He's done. That emotion was real. That wasn't like, let me cry so I can get more of you to watch the movie. Stop. That's dumb. Hmm. You know when there's money involved, Cap, you never know. Yeah, I disagree. The timing is interesting, isn't it? Uh, I, I think it's very interesting, the timing. Now, listen, I don't expect that to be a blockbuster. I mean, people are going to go see the movie whether he's going to retire or not. Some will. And some will look at it and say, this is, this is campy. I'm not going to see this. I didn't even know there was a movie till I heard mm -hmm. you guys say it. I'll say, I'll say no shot, but I find the timing interesting. Did he have to have a certain time, kind of like uh, Aaron Rodgers, to, to announce this mid-February, March? Did he have to did he have a certain uh, time? I think contract-wise, they, they want to be able to spread. Even though he's a free agent, there's still a cap hit because of the signing bonus and the way the whole thing. I was just reading something. They're just going to be able to use different dates to spread it out so it doesn't affect their cap much. So just remember this. Hmm. This guy played till he was 45 years old. The last time he missed a game due to injury, he was 31. Yep. That, that is true greatness. Shea said he's bad. Was I a, didn't say that. He I didn't said, say he was bad. I said this year, he oh was, my God. this year he was bad. He was not bad. He threw for 4,500 yards. <laughs> Stop yourself. I'm happy for him. He was bad. He was not bad. All right, that settles that, right? Next. I mean, the numbers say what all it is. All you need to know, right, Cap? The numbers are right there. Yeah, the number. I mean, it's just, <laughs> just so bad. So bad. Cap's just tired of punching. Go ahead, man. What else do we have? All right, I did have a Justin Fields, actually not a Justin Fields question, sorry, a Bears question that I wanted to get to. There's finally a little bit of good news. There's reporting from around the league that suggests the Washington Commanders will not use the franchise tag on star defensive tackle Dayron Payne. Payne is 26 years old. He will be next year. Coming off a career year, 11 and a half sacks. Shot or no shot, recruiting Dayron Payne should be highest priority for the Bears this offseason. That's a shot. Shot, shot, yeah. Deron Payne is a really, really good football player. He's not done have a ton of mileage on him. He's what they need, and if they take him, I don't think you take Jalen Carter. I think you take a rush end, a left tackle. Depends what the trade packages are. I don't see them staying at one. I see them moving. So we'll see where that all goes. But yeah, Deron Payne would be yeah. a hell of a good player here. That's a shot. Now, Washington could go back and get an extension done with him, too. Shea. Just very quickly, I want to bring. I just did the homework quick. Uh, Brady third in yards this season, thirtieth in yards per attempt. Shot or no shot, relative to Tom Brady, he was bad this year. To thirty-one-year-old Brady, sure, yeah, uh, sure. To thirty-nine-year-old Brady, to forty-two-year-old Brady, he threw for forty-seven hundred yards. Thirtieth in yards per attempt. Thirtieth. That's not the only category. Right, but the the point I'm making, which I think now is pretty clear, 733 attempts on the season. He not calling the plays, kid. Someone else is. And I'll say this: Tom Brady doesn't have a say in the play calling. I didn't say that. He's 
They're calling the plays and sending them in. How about this? Both things can be true, that he did not throw over the top to some of his receivers. He was, did not have that same arm that he had when in his 30s. However, even though he didn't have the big arm, he still put up a lot of yardage. It's right there. It might have been three yards in a, in a you know, three to five yard passes, but yet the numbers accumulated into something pretty special in the had, top five. He had a passer rating of 90. Pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think you're both right. However, again, he's 45. What did you expect? Again, that's my point. But yeah. he, he would tell you he sucked. You think he sucked, Cap? No, he did not suck. He would probably tell you he sucked. Oh, sure. I mean, he's got, listen... That's why he's not playing anymore, because he realizes he can't play at that same level. Correct. And he didn't have to play, but he played anyway. I appreciate the years that he put in. A lot of the articles coming out this morning indicate that there are family concerns as why he's doing this. Well, of course there are. He just got divorced. So, But what does it do for the kids and all that? So I, he's I got to spend it. some time at home. Yeah, it's... He'll still be, around. He's He'll still be looking at homes in Miami because that's where she's living. Yeah. So he can be around the kids. That that makes sense. Yeah. Makes all the sense in the world. You think about it. He'll still he'll do Fox, I believe. He still has a serious XM show, Let's Go. So he'll still be around the league. He just won't be playing. But you know that he'll make a lot of money off the field too. He'll be in commercials, because look at the face. You'll never forget Tom Brady. There is a little bit of charisma now, now that he was with Tampa Bay that he could not show in New England. So he'll he'll be able to make still a lot of money commercial besides Subway. <laughs> besides Subway, eat fresh. He'll be able to do other right. Things. He's got his own Brady brand. Yeah. So so he'll be around. I think he'll be more successful than say Montana was. Remember when Montana retired? He was on NBC doing studio. Yes. It was awful, awful. Yeah, that wasn't his thing. No, Joe's never interesting. And for Tom, hopefully he will be. But again, I like Greg Olson. I like a bear being in there because you know television. You got to have a former cowboy in there because they have all the expertise. The '90s Cowboys know everything about football. Clearly, the 2000s Cowboys know everything about football. Aikman, I, Jimmy I, Johnson. I got a bear, a bear right there telling me what's going on. Olson's really grown in that role very nicely. He was a panther. Would you get out of here with that? <laughs> <laughs> Alex Brown was a saint. Exactly, <laughs> great saint. A great saint. He hates me. I just hope he's more successful than Romo. <laughs> oh, who? Uh, Brady. Brady. Brady's never said anything interesting. Correct. I know that's the that's my biggest concern. He's a robot. So I mean, the most he's let his hair down is with Jim Gray when Jim said, "Are you going to retire?" And he he cussed out Jim Gray, his friend, on the radio show. So I don't know. I have no idea what that's going to sound like. Uh, can you sneak in one more? Do you have one more? Do we? Yeah, I had a question about David Tepper and the Panthers. We want to get to it really quickly. Okay. Uh, he addressed diversity in NFL front offices wow. and coaching staffs after the hire of Frank Reich with the Panthers. David Tepper, of course, the owner. He said, quote, we have probably the most diverse executive team in the NFL right now. We are probably a minority of white men on our executive team. That's where it starts. That's America. He added, breaking the process starts with hiring the best possible people, saying, quote, whether it's in our new general counsel we hired, who happens to be an African-American woman, whether it happens to be Frank Reich, who is a white male. Shot or no shot, this is a tongue-in-cheek hoodie, hiring Frank Reich is breaking the process of not enough diversity in the NFL. Cap, when you're David Tepper, you don't have to lay out how many blacks you got in your front office. Just say we hired Frank Reich as our head football coach. He was a former Panther. That's what we did. He feels like I just hired new general counsel. She's black. We've you know, got two other women. No. This one's... Stop. Don't lay it out. Let someone else be able to do that for you. We feel like we're at the head of the curve in diversity. I know that question was asked. I'd have to watch the press conference to know, what, you got Reich here and you fired Wilkes? People in Charlotte are not happy. They're like, give Brother Wilkes an opportunity because he turned it around for the short time that he was the interim coach. Mm-hmm. Why not him? You brought Because he has the right to bring in whomever he likes. That's fine. He's the owner. He owns the team. So it's fine. You can bring it in, but don't lay out for an excuse. Well, you, what do you mean? I got a black person here. I got a, a woman here, black person there. My dog's black. What's that? Agreed. You don't have to lay out your bona fides on what you have in your front office. We hired what we thought was the best candidate, and we, we moved Wilkes out of the way. 
That's your choice. We thank him for his time here. Fine. We are moving on with Frank Reich. No. Period. Now, listen, for me, Wilkes should have been state, should have stayed the head coach. I just think for him, he's got to be frustrated and saying, okay, you get me out of there in one year at Arizona. I, I turn this thing around in Carolina and you still fire me. What's wrong? It's nothing wrong with me. It's, with the, it's about the hiring process. Right? He tried. Cool. and he, So, yeah, he should have gotten the job. Yes. But also, I think it's insulting. Give me that quote again, real quick, the, uh, the Tepper quote. Give it to me again, Shay. Uh, we are probably a minority of white men on our executive team right now. Stop, That's right, where right, it starts. Right there. Right there. Look around this office. Not enough white people here. We're a minority of white men. You hear what he said? Yeah. What are you doing there with that? To just say we hired Frank Reich. That was who we chose. That's, uh. my, that's my team. I get to hire who I want. That's it. Look around here. We don't have enough white people around here. What? Stop. Yeah. It's, it's just, just dumb. Dumb. Yeah, just. It's also just, it's a misunderstanding of what people are talking about when they bring up the problem. The problem remains the top of the organization is white men. Whether you go, look, we have all these black people around us. That's irrelevant to the conversation yes. that people are trying to have with you. Yes. It's everywhere you look, whether it's the head coach, the general manager, the owner. It's white guys. It's right. just what it is. And, and again, the diversity and the hiring practices have to get better moving forward. Not just in, we talk about the pros, college, college football, look around the landscape. Agreed. There's, no, there's, more, there's qualified people that are not getting hired, and that's going to get better, I'm sure, moving forward. It has to. It has to because there's too much of a spotlight on it. That's for sure. Hey, Tom Brady retired this morning. He says, this time is for good. Did he uh, have the greatest career in sports? Tom Brady. We'll talk about that coming up next. It's Captain Jay Hood on your ride into work on Chicago's Home for Sports. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports. And then all the offseason drama started. But on the field, he left as good as ever. He dropped here and Brady fires in the middle. That's Evans to the 34-yard line. First down to Mike Evans. Josh Wells can take his shots. Wells will back up his in. Brady deep shot downfield for Julio. Jones at the 30. Pulls it in. Third and nine. They drop into a deep zone here, though. Coming near side is caught by Scotty Miller, who found the seam. So they do go to a zone. Brady picks it apart for a big gain of 23. Brady. The lost one wide open is Evans. Now it's a one-on-one race. Down to the 30, and he's shoved out of bounds there. But a big one on third down as Mike Evans got open. See again, both backers on the edge, showing brilliance. It's blocked. Brady looking, firing, going deep for the end zone. It's called for the touchdown for Rashad Perriman. Some of the highlights from Tom Brady. Thomas Edward Brady at age 45 retires from the National Football League. We're talking about it on Cap and Jay Hood here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Yeah, Brady made the announcement. There was no Schefter, no Rappaport, you know, uh, no, no uh, reporter came out and said, hey, I got this announcement on Tom Brady. Brady did it himself. Good morning, guys. Uh, I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time. So when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. Like you only get one super emotional retirement essay and i used mine up last year so uh really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me my family my friends my teammates my competitors uh, i could go on forever there's too many um thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream i wouldn't change a thing love you all Good morning, everybody, from the lake house. This is David Kaplan. <laughs> my last recap. <laughs> this is my recap. I'm out. I've got $5 million in the bank. I'm good. I've lived a great life. My wife, Mindy, the kids, Ben, my grandson, the dogs. I'm just telling you, 
See that beach? See that lake behind me? I'm good. Goodbye. Click. I'm done. <laughs> That'd be me. Do That's you think too. <laughs> there is a chance that Brady's... And he got emotional if you watch the video. You can hear it. His yeah. voice cracks at the end. That... He's trying to cut it on the beach. I assume that's Florida because that's where he's been spotted a bunch. Yeah. And some guy's walking his dog with his coffee in one hand. It's early in the morning. Seagulls. Yeah. Beep, beep, beep. And there's, he's like, hey, I'm trying to retire here. <laughs> Would you move, please? <laughs> Sorry. This is a dog taking a crap on the beach. Right that would have been him. so funny if there were a bunch of people behind him. That's why you had to do it first thing in the morning. And then in February on the South Beach, yes. nobody's walking around. It's in the brush. He's hiding there with the like the weeds sticking out. He's like, all right, let me go over here with the seaweed. Here we go. Let me go over here so nobody can see me. It, it, it was an interesting back, background. There he is early in the morning being able to announce his retirement. Okay, Cap. It's his career. He did it his way. A seven-time Super Bowl champion, a 15-time pro bowler, three-time all-pro, all the things, all the accolades, the grace we've ever seen. He did it his way. I think he could have retired three or four times before that, but he decided that he wanted to continue to um, try his luck, tempting fate. But he did it his way, and I've never seen anyone greater. He's in the and the reason why the story is great. We talk all about like Kurt Warner, bag boy at Kroger, right? Being mm-hmm. able to get uh, to be able to win Super Bowl championship and that whole story about him. But Tom Brady, I think, is even more of an outlier, isn't he? Based on how he was drafted. What he what, what people thought of him coming out of Michigan? He was just a guy, just a guy. Pick mm-hmm. one ninety nine. Yeah, and the pictures of him from the combine, uh, unfreaking believable that that guy turned into this guy. He has more Super Bowl rings than all thirty two NFL franchises have. It's crazy. Yeah, and literally but, crazy for me as a sports fan. I'm never going to hate on greatness because I don't have it on my team, so I hate that guy. No, I can't do that because I'm, I'm an adult with a mortgage. I'm not going to be some baby that's going to be against greatness. What I always say is, boy, one day maybe I'll see a great player on my team, and I have. I have seen great players on our team. But the best of the best, I haven't seen that on my team since Walter Payton retired. He was amazing. I haven't seen that since Walter since Walter retired, Cap. I haven't seen, like, for me, Walter was the best. And we were talking about Barry Sanders a couple of days ago. Barry Sanders is the greatest runner of the football I've ever seen. But Walter, for what he had to endure, crappy offensive line, sometimes had to punt the, the football, sometimes as a, a receiver, sometimes a quarterback, just an, an, an ultimate player and competitor. If you want to talk about just the greatest player of the sport, not his position, of the sport, Walter might be the greatest football player ever. Yeah, he's in there. Mike Ditka says it's not close, that it was Walter Payton. He said, quote, the good Lord chiseled the football player. He just made Walter Payton. That's, a, that's an amazing quarterback quote. certainly is Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. It's not close. Not close. So I'm He's not- the only player in NFL history who won a title in three different decades. Mm-hmm. Maybe Mahomes is next to be able to win that many championships with Kansas City. As long as Andy reads upright <laughs> and he's still with it, yeah, maybe maybe it's going to be Mahomes being that guy. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is Brady's first. Who's second? Also, we're talking to you about you know did he have the greatest career in sports? I think he's right up there in that team photo. As we go to Michael in Hammond, Indiana, on ESPN one thousand. Good morning, Mike. Morning, guys. Thanks for having me on the show this morning. Yes, sir. Love you guys, your show. I listen to it on the ride into work. Every we day. appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. And, uh, you know, I think if you're talking about top three, I actually pulled it up when I got to work here. I think Drew Brees could be up there, too. You know, um, a competitor with Brady at the end. Um, Tom ultimately ended his career um, in New Orleans there. But I think he's top three for sure. And then um, in regards to Tom growing up in Chicagoland, I always rooted for Tom. And, you know, I think he is arguably probably top two greatest players of all time in the whole game. Like you guys said, um, sweetness was number one, no doubt. So thank you for taking my call today. Appreciate you. It's a long conversation about the greatest because there's a section of fans who say, hey, wait a minute, Lawrence Taylor, most dominant player on that side of the football of all time. He was a ridiculous. A monster. That's the thing. If like Everyone's assuming the Bears are trading the pick. 
Mm-hmm. And they're going to get 400 number one picks and three of the other team's best play. You're not going to get... Everyone's going to be disappointed in the hall no matter what the hall is. Mm-hmm. What if there is the next Lawrence Taylor sitting there? Ooh. What if there is a player and Ryan Pohl said, that's the best player I've ever seen at whatever position it is. And he leaves him on the board and someone else gets him. Yeah. That's a great, great battle to have to have. Yes. With your scouting staff. Ryan, that guy's the best at whatever position it is we've ever seen. He would have an incredible impact on our team. That's your selling point when you were at Northern. <laughs> it's like you might you might your pick of the litter, but you had to say this is the best player that we can get for our team that can make a difference. That's yeah, what you'd we say, didn't right? get to recruit the best of the best. Yes. But I'm talking, if you're sitting there with the number one pick and you're like, Jalen Carter, very good player. Yeah. Um, Will Anderson, very good player. The kid down at Texas Tech rising up the draft board, very good. There's good quarterbacks. But there's this kid, whoever that is, Mm -hmm. he's the best we've ever seen at that position. We shouldn't trade the pick. We should get him. All right, we'll go around the National Football League coming up next, including Tom Brady's retirement. Hey, if Brady's the number one quarterback that you've seen, who's second on that list? Is he the greatest quarterback of all time? Is he the best player? Let's get your thoughts on that as we move forward here. As Tom Brady retires from the NFL, and we'll talk about that and more on Cap'n J-Hood. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Cap'n J-Hood. Tom Brady announces his retirement for good from the National Football League. The Bulls lost to the Clippers 108-103 after leading at halftime. Sean Payton and the Denver Broncos have finalized a deal to make him the new head coach. D'Amico Ryans is returning to the Texans to be their head coach. Illinois, they defeat Nebraska 72-56. Also, as heard here on ESPN 1000, Northwestern loses to Iowa. Jamar. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Nick Foles sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. I love the Green Bay Packers. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I won't win it. He starts to come and then he pulls out. This is a really thickly built guy. I mean, what's the answer you're looking for on these things here? Time to go around the National Football League right here on Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app, the same ESPN Chicago app in which you could find basketball. You with Tyler Aki, you need your college basketball fix. Go to the ESPN Chicago app, click basketball. You and Tyler has got a weekly podcast talking about the world of college basketball exclusively on the ESPN Chicago app. All right, it's time to go around the National Football League. Here's Shay Norling. Shay. Well, the biggest story of the morning, Hoodie, obviously, is Tom Brady's retirement. And I want to bring up something that's come up with Field Yates now, too. A lot of people talking about this this morning. If you go through Tom Brady's career, he's got two Super Bowl championships, three Super Bowl championships in his 20s, two Super Bowl championships in his 30s, two Super Bowl championships in his 40s. He has 309 passing touchdowns in his 30s, 193 passing touchdowns in his 40s, more touchdowns in his 40s than in his 20s. But if you break it down, Hood, does Tom Brady have a Hall of Fame career in three decades? If you split up each individual decade of his career, is it Hall of Fame in all three? I say yes to that. I say shot to that. Yeah, Think I was. About it. I was looking at exactly what Snorling's talking about uh, the stats yeah. in each decade. Yes, he has a. Now maybe if his name was Tom Smith and we put that, but knowing it's Tom Brady, knowing what came each decade. But I do think there's a strong case to be made that each of those decades is a Hall of Fame performance. Think about players that played, and usually again, this is a one-off cap because he's playing in his mid forties. Okay, is anyone else can say that in sports? Because you know where I'm going, right? LeBron? Well, Lebr- that, did you hear LeBron last night? That's for sure. LeBron said, I'm going to play for a few more seasons. He's waiting for Bronny. Yes. So he's going to be around a few more. He's going to set the record for points next week. He's going to set it so far in a way that you and I will not live long enough 
no matter how late we live, that someone breaks it. I don't think. You know, Cap, you know what I was looking up first is Wayne Gretzky. Even Gretzky can't say that because when he was with the Rangers toward the end in the late 90s, uh-uh. Like his, his great moments was with the Kings and the Edmonton Oilers. He started his career in 1979, Gretzky. Correct. But those dominant numbers with Edmonton where he's scoring 92 goals, 71 goals, 87 goals. Okay, then he goes from the Kings to St. Louis and then the Rangers. He didn't dominate in three decades, just the 80s and a little bit of the 90s. But his numbers are so insane. Sure. Insane. Sure. I But Brady, I think, topples him based on what we're talking about. And I know it's a different sport. I'm just talking about an individual accomplishment. I think Brady's right there. Okay, what about Michael? Six. Six out of eight. Six out of eight, but six and oh in the finals with six finals MVPs. Does that, the six and oh thing, I have to ask, because I it gets brought up. Why do you get credit for losing earlier more often? Huh? Like Brady going seven and three. You went to the Super Bowl ten times. I don't think you get bonus points because you lost in earlier rounds more often. You saw Michael in, the, in those... Imagine I'm saying against Detroit. Is that what you mean? Yeah, like how many t- Michael going out in the first round? Milwaukee, like, Brady Boston. going Brady going seven and three. Just because he lost three, it's not a point against him. He won uh, ten AFC titles or ten conference titles. That's like that's insane. It is. It's not the first thing that comes to mind, though, right? Correct. I look at it. Michael Jordan went to six finals and was the MVP all six times and never lost. The only reason why I was like, I don't count. I don't remember all the Central Division championships that the Bulls won. Correct. (laughs) I could. I could count them. But that's not what I think about first. I think about how many times he's in the finals. Like, Like, who is the Mount Rushmore of our lifetime in sports? I was born at 60. You were born in what? 72. 72. Yeah. Who is that, like, four best? Michael's certainly on it. Brady's got to be on it. LeBron's got to be on it. <laughs> Who's the fifth? Gretzky? Fourth. Gretzky? Pele. Pele? <laughs> yes. Um, Secretary? I mean, do you go... Tiger Woods. <sighs> Nicholas? Tiger Woods over... Over Nicholas and Arnold Over Palmer? LeBron? Can you put Tiger over Gretzky? Like, my personal no. bias, I always go individual. You like, can... I, like Michael Phelps would be on my Mount Rushmore for my lifetime. Tiger would be on mine. Brady would be on mine. Jordan. Jordan. Gretzky is the greatest team sport athlete maybe ever. Yeah, he's on it for me. With more around the National Football League... Here's Shay Norlick. Shay? Yeah, I want to make sure we don't forget the other stories that are going around. Sean Payton and the Denver Broncos yes. have finalized a deal to make him the new head coach. That means he gets to inherit the corpse of Russell Wilson. All right, let's 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 unpack this for a second, Cap. You ready? All right. So we speculated that, boy, wouldn't it be something if he came to the Bears, you know, pie in the sky with a young quarterback like Justin, Justin. Fields? Yeah. Wow, well, boy, would it be something if he went with Justin Herbert with the Chargers? Again, we're talking about young quarterbacks because you saw how he was able to mold Drew Brees into, what, 14, 15 years of dominance with the Saints? Uh, yes. For a long time, right? For a long, well, he at one point had the most passing yards in the history of the sport. So he takes the Denver job. Why does this feel like Pinello with the Cubs? Why does this feel like Oliver Pinello with DePaul? Honestly, God, Cap, because... Uh, how much? How many good years? I asked you this before the show. How many good years does Russell Wilson really have? I mean, really, because you don't. There's no quarterback in the pipeline for him to be able to tutor. He could change the culture in Denver. Sure, it'll be the mood will change with him in there. But if you're trying to win, does Russell Wilson have anything left? Or you say, boy, he's going to play at a high level like the Mahomes, like the Hurts. Like those quarterbacks we talk about all the time. The quarterbacks are 27 and younger. Uh, I got to think that Sean thinks he's got something left in the tank. What do you think? I mean, based on how he played this year, he was horrific. But they made a horrible hire, obviously, in Nathaniel Hackett. They didn't even let him finish out the season. That's correct. Get out. Gone. So Sean Payton, I guarantee you, has done a deep dive before he took this job. 
He could have gone to a lot of places. He could have waited a year and then gone somewhere. He's just still going to get the $125 million deal. But you know what I'm saying, though. You didn't go there just to... You, yeah, you did. He didn't go money. and cash a check. But he wants to. You know, he wants to win. He took a year off to look at the landscape of the NFL. It was good for him, I think. He still was working at Fox, but still was able to take a step back, take a breather. Right? Correct. Denver. Obviously, he believes that quarterback has something left to to give. Obviously, a hundred percent. I'm not saying that he's awful. What I'm saying is, is that that's not Tom Brady. He's still a really, really good quarterback, Hall of Famer. Russell Wilson. But just if it doesn't happen in a couple years or less, what is Denver going to be? And I'll say something else about the Broncos, because you know I have friends in the front office there. So mm-hmm. I when I tell you when I, I was the first to tell you, hey, Russell Wilson's got an office, his own office in the facility. It's like all these other guys are just have a locker and you go you march upstairs next to the general manager. His office is right next to his, like that's weird. I gotta think Pete Carroll the day he made that trade went Thank you. All right, good. We're good. But Thanks for the title. Get out. It's just someone, one of the other thing about the Broncos I just want to point out. Like, I'm glad that Pey- Peyton's there, but that whole regime away from Elway needs a cleanup. I don't know if you remember their press conference they had with the new owners from Walmart. There are three people that spoke at the press conference, three people that work at the head of Walmart. It's like, well, who's running this thing? Is it the lady? Is it two guys? It was very confusing on who runs the, the Broncos. As far as ownership, three people spoke. There was just some lady and there's just two other guys. So I think the infrastructure needs to change and it will with Peyton because he's very particular. But as far as the on the field product, if they don't win in a couple of years, I don't know what that is. Yeah, they've got to get that thing turned and quickly. Quickly. Now, he said on Fox about, I don't know, two or three weeks ago, I was watching him on the pregame show. He said, I'm not worried about who the quarterback is where I'm going. Okay. I'm worried about who the owner is. That needs to be solidified on who he needs to answer to. I'm sure it is I took the job, but that was probably confusing uh, for the last head coach. So we'll see. He's Sean Payton. And the funny that Jason Wildey, a teammate of ours, yeah. Jason Wildey works up in Wisconsin, tight with Aaron. He said the guy on the left is 161-97 and 97 all-time, including the playoffs, with nine playoff appearances, a Super Bowl appearance, and one NFL championship. The guy on the right... Has more wins, 166, 107 losses, two ties, 11 playoff bursts, a Super Bowl appearance, and an NFL title. The guy on the right with more wins, Mike McCarthy. Everyone's like, oh, he's the problem. Get him out. The other guy has less wins, just got $125 million. And his name is? Sean Payton. Yeah. Perception. It's interesting about that, isn't it? What he said, perception is a funny thing. Tom Brady retired this morning. He says... This time for good. Is he the greatest quarterback of all time? Is he the best player? How do you look at Tom Brady's career? 312-332-3776 our phone number. We see you on hold. You're going to be next, and we'll take more of your phone calls. Cap and Jay Hood are, is on ESPN 1000 and also at 100.3 FM HD2.